everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Back to the Future. And if you have a fabulous guest to film, you really need to see it. It's kind of fine. Motto's the name of the film, short film. Peter Hearn, welcome. Hello. Hi. So, where can we start on this? I mean, let's start with the easy part. Did you forget the dialogue? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that was the intentional thing. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's uh, it's quite an old film now. Uh, I made it 30, no, yeah, no. How many years ago? 11 years ago. Um, made it 11 years ago. Um, and uh, it's kind of, it's going to be playing its 10th anniversary in the current state that it is in uh, at Horror on Sea in, in January. It's, uh, uh, I think it's only the second time outside of like our, um, our circle of, uh, of people that have seen it. It's played once in um, the US and yeah, and it'll be the first time that it plays properly with a crowd over here. So that's quite cool. Well, we got to start there. Why has it been hidden for so long? Um, well, it hasn't. Um, so, again, this is a long story. Um, so, uh, I, I, I work as a, um, uh, a lecturer um, as well, and I teach filmmaking and kind of various other art subjects. And, yeah, about, about 12 years ago, I said, let's make a film with, with the students. Um, and it was kind of very much inspired by what, um, De Palma did with like home movies back in the in the seventies, you know, to get you know that kind of expertise um, and and kind of get the the students to learn on you know on, on a set rather than kind of just out of textbooks or just in a classroom. Um, so uh, so the idea was to make a uh, a feature film, and that was kind of put into development, and I kind of wrote a script for that. Uh, and, and I was working with a group of students that I could see we weren't going to get going with that, um, with that feature within the time that they were at college. So, so my idea was to make something adjacent to, um, to the feature film, which would then kind of give those people that were kind of outgoing that experience, but also, um, you know, you know, get them, get me up to speed again I guess because I hadn't really made anything for about four years up to that point um so yeah so the feature that we uh, that we were gonna that we were going to make and did make um was a feature called scroll which came out um it came out a few years ago um uh you know uh, wild I released it um but uh, but yeah, the the short was my kind of entry point into well, let's just play with these characters and see what happens, and and in kind of making that, it made me completely rewrite the script that that we were going to shoot for the feature uh, because there were characters within the short that I was like, I want to see them more in in the feature, and they hadn't been kind of, you know had written them for that feature, um, and yeah, and kind of going back to your kind of. Uh, your your opening question about the dialogue it, it was an intentional thing to kind of make a silent friday the 13th really um i wanted to just try and focus on the on the visuals rather than um students kind of getting uh, you know caught up with um with 
having to deal with dialogue as well. So that was that was why we did that. But yeah, it's kind of just uh, it was always there really as a as a test run, um, and we had an initial soundtrack on it. Uh, and then when um, and then when Squirrel kind of got into production, we went back and got a different uh, composer who created the the soundtrack that you've you've um, you've heard with the the film, which I think just makes it infinitely better than it was. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of it's it's been a special feature, I guess, on uh, on kind of like the DVD of Scroll and um, and yeah, not really been seen until. Okay, I just want to clarify. I said Scroll's a feature film that I haven't seen, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, Scroll, uh, yeah, was. Um, I mean, it's got some of the characters from Motto in it, but um, it uh, it became infamous, famous. I don't know which one you'd call uh, because we had Daisy Ridley in it, and um, oh, and she okay. she got it. Uh, you know, we we it was her first feature. Um, before Star Wars, and when kind of the whole kind of Star Wars thing exploded, uh, and they were like, "Where did we see Daisy Ridley?" Um, our kind of film was kind of plastered over everything, even though we were still in post production at that point, um, because you know filmmaking takes a long time, as it you're does. probably aware. But filmmaking with students that um, don't always want to work takes even longer so um so we went through quite a few uh years of students uh some that stuck with it to the end um some that kind of came and went um both with motto and and scroll okay so from my understanding both films were shot with students you teach yes yeah 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 so yeah yeah within probably the space of six months between each of them uh so yeah june june-ish for uh for Marta and then December for, for Scroll. Okay. So I'm going to pick your brain a little bit more about models. That's okay. Cause I haven't yeah, seen yeah, yeah, Scrolls, course, yeah. so I can't even help it. No, no, no. What park you shot at? Yeah. So we shot at, um, well, it wasn't a park. Uh, we shot, um, at our sister college. So, um, the college that I teach at is kind of in a, an urban area, I guess. Um, and the sister college is a rural college. It's kind of agricultural and, um, uh, you know, has lots of animal management and stuff there. Um, and, and it was just the woods down at the bottom of, um, bottom of, uh, that college. And, uh, and it was lovely. You know, we could just kind of go over there for, for the day. And, and yeah, we had like a little, well, we just kind of looked around and went, yeah, that'll do. Um, and, and shot where, where we shot and i mean if you watch it really carefully you basically those those students and all of those characters are just running around in circles but um uh, it feels like you know it's probably bigger than than it actually was well there's only shot i would say because when you do it they start off in the woods and then they yeah. come out to a clearing and i'm yes. convinced that path leads to the soccer field and the soccer field leads to the vet that's what i think uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, the soccer field is kind of one way. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, where the, where the pathway is, it's probably on yes. the right, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was perfect for what it was. It was a perfect location for, um, 
you know to get these students kind of up to speed about do they actually want to do this is that what they want to do with their lives you know rather than just go and work in a you know supermarket or whatever do they actually want to spend long hours making films um and you know i'd say some of them did some of them didn't and some of them have continued on and some of them have moved kind of completely away from kind of the whole creativity side of things so you start off this film almost like a nature documentary, like you do a nice close-up shot of a bug, and this I'm like, yeah. it's a strange horror film. And then immediately you <laughs> yeah. come to the horror. I mean, yeah. immediately you don't even set, you kind of set me up, and then boom, like, oh, here we go. But I also thought you were trying to work in a love story at one point here, but then that goes bad too, and that seems to set up the whole Absolutely. premise of the film. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, isn't, that, isn't that life? Yes, I would <laughs> yeah, say yes. Yeah. So with no dialogue, do you as a director have to work harder telling your actors, this is exactly what I need you to do? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, uh, you know, my, my brain's trying to go back 11 years. I found that, I found it, I found that whole experience a really kind of pleasurable um easy easy um you know as far as it goes um uh shoot you know the the feature was much much harder uh but um in terms of um in terms of kind of going oh no we're running out of time quick i'll write something let's go and make it it was probably you know a month maybe from writing it to actually filming it and i had in my mind i want this to be silent so that we can move it quite quickly um, and, and yeah, I mean, it just, it allowed, it allowed those students to focus on the one thing that, uh, you know, they, they didn't have to think about dialogue. They didn't have to think about all of that stuff. They just kind of were right. Okay. You're, um, you're trying to entice this girl in for, you know, whatever you want to do to her, you know, laugh at her or whatever. And then you're going to get hit on the head with a mallet. Um, and, uh, and it was, it was, you know, it was really kind of stuff like that. There's some lovely behind the scenes footage of, um, of, you know, them kind of just, you know, not hitting their marks or hitting their marks and then just, you know, corpse in cause, uh, you know, they'd never done it before and just found it all a bit ridiculous or getting kind of completely covered in blood. Um, and I made sure that I completely covered them in blood. Um, because why not? Okay. Uh, that was later on. So let's go back to the blood. You soak your actors. I mean, literally soak them at times. Um, I don't want to really get there, but you know, it's a scene I'm discussing when it is yeah. just non-stop. So how yeah. are you shooting it with a gun? Or are you shooting with a little thingy blood pack? How's it working? Um, this is right near the end, isn't it? Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to so, ruin it. Um, so I, I was, I had a uh, yeah, spray bowl, and basically okay. I was I was the one doing it all. Um, there was a there's also a, another scene that uh, you know in the edit we decided to take out because even though it was it was fun, it kind of didn't really match the rest of it. Uh, where I'm kind of below one of the actors again, just you know squirting blood out of a, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a sports bottle at them. Um, 
because again yeah why 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 you know <laughs> if you're the director you should uh, you should get all the fun as well really um and yeah and i think i think you know i've seen and i've worked on lots of films where um the blood is kind of too tame um and because it you know you know motto is a, a, essentially a live action cartoon it's yes. uh, over the top with it um rather than it just being well you know that was just you know like a little you know blood capsule or whatever so uh yeah that's why it's kind of a little bit over the top i guess yeah, I want to go back to your killer. The making of the mallet. It's got a very distinct look. I mean, obviously, I know the mallet's not real. I'm not going there. Did you paint it, or what is it? A foam mallet? Uh, it was a rubber mallet. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, I think, um, I think I sprayed it to make it look less shiny. Um, uh, and... I mean, yeah, again, you you know it's not a real mallet. We, you know, everyone would know it's not a real mallet. Um, uh, um, within, you know, but within the context of the film, they don't know that. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think it was just, you know, it was just a case of we we had someone that was kind of into their live, um, you know, their um, you know live action role playing stuff and had a giant mallet, and we said, "Could we borrow it?" And they went, "Yes." Uh. So, well, there was, you know, the, that was, um, uh, there was, uh, the, there was a male scout leader who is at the start and it was his, his mallet. Um, and, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I broke his rib Ouch. on set, unfortunately, uh, because he, he fell. Yeah. He was being kind of taken out by the mallet. He fell down acting, fell down. But he hit his um, he hit his rib on on the floor, um, and again we've got that on on film where he's kind of getting hit by this rubber mallet, and he's like, "Yeah, I've, I feel a bit." Yeah, and he had to go to hospital, and uh, yeah, um, he's all right. He's okay. Now. Well, that's good. It was eleven years ago, so I would like to yeah. think he's improved. Yeah. Okay, making of the killer. You used makeup on him. Did you work on that? The main. So. I, it wasn't me. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So the makeup on the killer, um, that was again, a department at the college, um, using their students. Um, so there's some, there's some kind of really nice stuff in there. There's some stuff where you can kind of looks a bit like toothpaste. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, is, it was, I think, you know, the budget for it was probably about 50 quid. Um, yeah, I figured as much. So, so not much. Um, and, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was more to do with let's, let's just have a bit of fun in the woods, killing, um, students with a uh, giant mallet. Yeah. You added a few sound effects, obviously. So I'm not totally quiet the whole time. I yeah, yeah. walking sound yeah, effects. So that, that, yeah. The sound, the sound effects, um, that kind of went through lots of different, uh, iterations, um, so we did have like at one point we had screams in there, um, and you know obviously the bird noise, you know the whole kind of you know wood, woodland kind of sound. But then I decided to go with, I don't know why, but I went with um, 
you know, like when the when the girls laugh, they sound like birds. When the you know um, you know when people are getting killed off, they sound like birds. Um, it just seemed to work. It works. So it's fun. Okay. Um, there was a person at one point taking photos, clearly yes. making an effort to taking photos. Were any yes. real photos ever taken? Not with that camera. Okay. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, no. So that camera, um, I think, uh, well, I, I saw it the other day, um, and it's still got all the blood all over it. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I think it's it's probably well and truly dead um, and would never, ever take a photo ever again in its life. But, um, but yeah, it was fun for, you know, it was, it was, um, you know, uh, Penny Joe who played, played that character. Um, she, she was an actress at that point. Uh, so she was like doing her, um, her, you know, drama stuff at college. And after working on that, and working on the the subsequent um, feature, she went off to film school and uh, and learned to be a director. So, uh, oh. um, yeah, she was she was quite keen on the whole kind of process of it and uh, and how how it all worked. And and she wasn't beforehand. You know, she was very much a I am an actress, and uh, and she was bitten by like the 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 other bug, the directing, the writing, the producing bug. Well, that's why you go to school, right? To find out these yeah, things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or you could end up I mean, being me that just wants to do interviews and no acting. <laughs> There's that option, too. I did. I left the music to the end because I think it's so important. You did bring it up earlier, but I want to go into it more. It seems like yeah. there's two scores to this. There's a score used almost the whole film, and I want people really to listen to the end because you definitely submit something else into the end, and it's very subtle. I don't want to ruin it for anybody because I think you got to listen for it. First time I hear it, I didn't hear it. On oh, really? second watch, I'm like, ah, crap, I totally missed that. That was sneaky, but worked <laughs> so well for the film. Good. Yeah, no, I'm pleased. Um, and again, that that was a motif that we took through to um, to scroll afterwards, where um, Daisy Ridley's character actually sings the, a line from it, if, if, if we're on the same page. I, I imagine we are. We are. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, um, Dan Hall, who did the music, um, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't a trained musician. Um, he, um, he just, he, he could feel it and, uh, and was able to kind of produce, um, produce the music, um, through kind of like his love for, um, you know, like, um, uh, you know, like the Terminator music and whatever, you know, he's, he was kind of real, um, you know, uh, you know, it was just, it was amazing to kind of hear his music after having it, having a different piece of music, which was like three different pieces, um, beforehand, um, this, uh, the new, the new soundtrack or, or you know, the, the soundtrack that exists on the film now. Um, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this guy has got to, um, he's got to, he's got to score the feature as well. You know, it can't be anyone else. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was just, you know, he was able to, you know, what is it about 11 minutes long, the film, 
uh, he was able to kind of create a piece of music that kind of lasted that that length of time and didn't sound samey, didn't sound boring, kind of worked really well for for what you were seeing on screen. So, uh, I mean, you know, again, it's a shame that he's one that, that's kind of gone, you know what, this is, this, uh, I, I, I need to move on from this and I need to do other things um, because, you know, he, you know, I think he should be, he should be a working composer um, rather than, you know, one that kind of just kind of went, um, you know, I'm not making it. Um, therefore, I have to find something else to do um, because he is, you know, exceptionally talented. Okay, you do sneak it in credit scene in here, people, so don't walk away. Was that totally yeah. bring back to Friday the 13th then? Um, so the, you know, the, the, the end character... Uh, was one of the main characters from Scribble. Uh, so again, oh. that's just tied it back into that. Um, some of, you know, so like the main, the main girl in, in, um, in Motto, uh, is a different character in Scroll. The, the, the old guy and the faceless guy, um, they are characters within Scroll. However, that, that's a, another story because we, we lost the actor that played the, um, you know, the, the caretaker guy, um, we lost him very soon after, after filming, um, commenced on scroll. Um, but yeah, um, Charlie, uh, who's the, the character that turns up at the end and, um, she was going to be the lead at one point in, in the feature, uh, but ended up being like a, a recurring character that kind of popped up every now and then within the film because everything had to change. Um, partially due to my brain kind of worrying, go, well, why if we did this, why if we did this, but also down to circumstance and, um, you know, and what we could, uh, you know, you know, what, what we, what we could get away with, I guess, with again, very minimal budget. Okay. Now it's time for fun questions. Really simple. Favorite film of all time. Oh, gosh. Of all time. Um, I got that asked this the other day, and and I couldn't really answer it. Uh, I have various films that I will go Get back to me. every now and then. So Jaws would be one. Um, wrong with that. Um, Jaws two would be another one, um, which oh, I've probably seen Jaws. I've seen Jaws two more times than I've seen Jaws. Um, I think I probably saw it first, uh, so that's probably why. Um, yeah, if if you said to me, right, tonight you've got to put on Jaws one or Jaws two, or Jaws one, Jaws or Jaws two, I would probably go Jaws two. Lars is not Jaws four. I'm totally okay. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, after after Jaws, you know, after the second one, um, yeah, we can forget about the other two. I mean, the 3D is quite fun in 3D, yes. in, but um, yeah, uh, after that, not a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, in, in my room here, I've got so many films, uh, and you know, I will, you know, uh, one day I'll be like massive on this film, Ghostbusters. I mean, is another one, I guess, um, that I will keep going back to, or at least the Ghostbusters franchise. You know, not just Ghostbusters, um, and I get fixated on stuff, so. 
uh, you know, as soon as the trailer dropped the other week for the new Ghostbusters, I probably hadn't thought about Ghostbusters for about a year. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I want to watch real Ghostbusters again. I want to watch this. I want to watch that. Um, and then it will kind of dissipate and I'll, uh, I'll go on to something else. But, but yeah, that, that's a long answer to a very perfect answer. <laughs> um, one film you always recommend to people they've never heard of. Oh gosh. Um, I think quite a lot of people have heard of it now, but uh, there's a Korean film called Save the Green Planet. I've never heard of it. Have you never heard of it? Well, there you go. So, Save the Green Planet is a... uh, Have you seen Korean films, yeah? Have you seen any Korean? Yes, I watch... Actually, funny thing is, I watch a lot of Korean films. Well, so, um, so it kind of mixes horror with science fiction, with comedy, with martial arts, with science fiction with probably many other genres and it is kind of all blended together um and it is absolutely batshit crazy oh um, i want to see it now and, and it is such a it, it's got all of those tonal shifts in it that you kind of you either go with it or you kind of go no i'm out when you see a um a policeman shooting bees uh, that are trying to kill him um uh but but Ari Aster was gonna remake it uh a couple of years ago using the, the original director kind of coming back and writing it and um and directing it again with you know Ari Aster um uh, producing it but that seems to have kind of died well, actually maybe he wasn't writing it but anyway um uh yeah it's the original you've got to see and go well this is mental but it's a well, good sounds movie. awesome. Yeah. Last one, your easiest question. Favorite film of this year? That is not an easy question. Um, favorite film of this year? It's not a horror film. Uh, no, I actually, agree with you. It shouldn't be a horror film this year. Um, the My favorite film that I've seen, and again... It's a bit of a weird one. Is Bottoms? Oh, I've seen it. I loved her first um, film, Shiver Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I watched it and I was like, well, it doesn't really make a lick of sense, but nope, at the same not. time, it's amazing. And I just love the fact that you've got various characters that are like bumped off in it, and they're like, oh well, <laughs> move on. Um, and yeah, it was just. Yeah, it was just a lot of fun. It was one of those ones where I kind of didn't quite know what to expect to start with uh, or or whether I liked it to start with, but it soon kind of got into its rhythm. And, um, and yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Uh, another one that I have watched, that I watched last night, which I do want to kind of just mention, um, because, again, it kind of ties back to, you know, one of those films that I'll always... Uh, recommend um i watched final cut which is the french remake of one cut of the dead i've actually that's a fun film yeah i really enjoyed final cut i i thought um again it was one of those ones where a lot of people were going it's not as good as the you know it's not as good as the japanese original but it's 
it kind of it acknowledges the Japanese original. It's it a does, remake 100%. Of, it's, it's a remake of of you know within the film itself. You've got that the the Japanese actress that comes over to France and goes, "Can you remake this film that was really popular in Japan?" And I love that kind of um, you know that intertextuality of it, and um, and the fact that uh, even though it does quite a lot of the things exactly the same as the Japanese original, there's also some kind of elements within there that where it just kind of played with it a little bit more and. Um, yeah, I was yeah pleasantly surprised. I would say. Yeah. Quick spoilers for the film that we're discussing: the end scene where they have to do something to get the final shot. Yes. After that thing is done, and the person brings an item into the shot, woke yes. me up so hard. I might oh, really? the best thing I've seen all year. I made me break out laughing hysterically. Because it just worked so well in the film, yeah. especially yeah, also yeah. the woman on the stairs, which you know what I'm talking about. That that was great. I think the French film is phenomenal. Absolutely yeah. just hysterical. It needs to be watched by anyone. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah. And I've yeah. seen the Japanese. I like the Japanese one, but I might like this one better because the comedy, I think, works better in this one. Yeah. I, 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 the Pearl on. Harbor joke is amazing. Yeah. And also... I I can't remember how it's been a few years since I watched the original, but the the guy who was doing the music in yes. it, yes, um, I don't rem- remember a character like that from the original one. No, and that I don't just think he's really in there. no, I think that worked really well as well. That just made me smile whenever he kind of came on screen. Um, I like I like films that are fun, um, so which is I think why you know I still have a lot of affection for Motto because I find it quite a fun. It is fun. I agree with you. Well, I where can they find Motto? Is it on that scroll DVD? It is on the scroll DVD. Um, uh, yeah, go and buy it. Um, yes, go uh, buy it. I won't, I, won't, I won't see any money from it, but go and buy it anyway. Oh, go um, buy it then. Um, um, but yes, uh, I think once once it's played at Horror on Sea in January, I will stick it up on YouTube. Um, and and let everyone else see it because yeah I, I mean when when I um, submitted it it was more out of the fact that uh, I you know I had some films play at horror on C the last few years I don't know what happened there keep going um, yeah so um, yeah so I've had films play at uh, horror on C as uh, me being a writer you know rather than a director for the last few years. And um, the guy that I do um, a lot of work with who directs stuff, he said, why don't you put Scrawl in? Why don't you put Motto in? And I was like, yeah, maybe not. I'm very much like that quite a lot of the time. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, so, I, you know, I'm pleased that I'm pleased that Motto's showing because it made me revisit it and go, actually, I, can, I, could, I could go back to directing. I, could, I can actually do this. Uh, which is something that, you know, for a long time I was like, yeah, I'm much, much happier just being a writer. I mean, I love writing. Um, uh, but but kind of looking back at that old film made me go, yeah, actually, I'd quite like to, you know, maybe do this again at some point. Well, thank you for your time and have a great day. No worries. Take care. Thank you for listening. Please check out our YouTube channel. And you can also support the show by going to PayPal. Thank you.